Good morning. I'm Mary, and you're listening to Lifestyle Tucson, a program where I speak with nonprofit groups and organizations finding out how they serve our community and getting updates on current projects. For the first portion of today's show, I am sharing a recent conversation I had with Diana Charbonneau. She is the development coordinator at Impact of Southern Arizona. To my understanding, Impact of Southern Arizona has been in operation for 20 years. So will you just share with me some of the background of this organization and its mission and vision for the community? Sure. So Impact of Southern Arizona has been around since 2000 is when we were originally founded. It was originally just a little small slump block house that was a small food pantry and over the years grew along with the area as we are in Catalina. We are in a very rural area serving all the way up into Oracle, Seminole, Mammoth, all the way to Globe and also into Tucson. So most people hear that we're in Catalina and go, oh, that they serve the north side. But we really do serve 52 zip codes oh, wow. in southern Arizona just through our food bank alone. Uh, our food bank is what we are most well known for, but we do also have a full clothing bank. We have our youth services, which ranges from feeding students through school breaks, giving backpacks back to school with school supplies, adopting a family for the holidays, to our senior programs where we deliver meals to seniors. But essentially, our mission is to move people forward, and that looks different for everybody. So whether it's somebody who is in poverty, who are working on workforce development, getting them jobs, or if it's somebody who's just lost their job or had a medical experience and just trying to get back up on their feet. We're really here to cover a very vast expanse of situations. Yeah. So will you just go over kind of your geographical area of service again and what all areas you serve? Sure. So we are located in Catalina and our clothing bank is right up the street. And so if you go north, we cover the Copper Corridor, which is Oracle, Mammoth, San Manuel, and all the way up to Globe. And then if you come back down to Catalina, we reach over to Marana, and we have clients who come as far as Sawarita and South Tucson to our food bank. We get a lot of really good stuff sitting next to Saddlebrook, especially our clothing bank. But really what we hear time and time again is that we treat people with dignity and respect, which is so important to us. Absolutely. And especially with the, the population that you are serving. So who is kind of the key demographic of people that you're reaching out towards uh, serving with impact? I would love to work on breaking down the stigmas that we are here just for low-income people. Mm -hmm. We definitely are here if you are um, on food stamps or have any assistance, you can come in, get our food bags, the clothing bank, that's all fully accessible. But we are also available for people who have lost their jobs people who are living check to check, who are realizing that they don't have all of the resources to plan for retirement, plan towards a future that is further than just a month or two months out. Mm -hmm. So we deal with a variety of situations. We had a, a, a friend of mine, her house burned down. You know, there's a lot of situations that you, until you find yourself there, wondering what am I supposed to do? That's when you pick up the phone and call us at Impact of Southern Arizona. Yeah, absolutely. So as you mentioned, you you cover a lot of resources and services. I actually saw on your website, impactsoaz.org, we are helping many different people in many different ways. So will you go over just some of those different programs that you offer and the services available through Impact? Sure. I think the key point is that a lot of our services are meant to stretch their budget. Mm -hmm. So 
Unfortunately, we have a lot of members in the community who will forego their rent and medication so that they can have food. Mm -hmm. You know, it's important to feed your family, you know, and they'll miss bills, they'll pay them intermittently. So it's really something that we're here to be able to stretch those budgets, come into the clothing bank, especially before school. Now I know how expensive kids are when you're going yeah. to school. So they can stretch those budgets. We also have our workforce program where we're actually taking clients through the Pima career certifications, where they're going to be going from making $40,000 for a family of four. So $40,000 for a family of four, that's what we usually see in our low income brackets to making at least 50, 60,000 just one of those individuals, but not just stopping there, also matching them up with a community navigator, a mentor to help keep them on track. We create a personalized plan with our social worker to really, the first thing a lot of people want to do when they start making a lot of money is buy a truck or go right. out and make a big purchase. So just helping them with those navigating how to stay on that path. Mm -hmm. And so it definitely seems like you uh, are there to help bridge the gap. Um, to, you know, getting from a rough situation and elevating to something better. So I'd like to take a second to kind of focus on the food bank aspect because September is Hunger Action Month and we're still in it. And to my understanding, you have a new partnership, a, a big major partnership, Biosphere 2. Tell me about this community partnership and how it's going to work and help out. Oh, we're so excited. So the Biosphere 2 and the University of Arizona is now doing vertical farming at the Biosphere 2, and they are donating those crops to our local food bank. And when we talk about sustainability for a food bank and legacy planning, you know, we've been around for 22 years and we are we just expanded to a grocery shopping style food bank. Imagine when you come into a food bank, most people just get a bag of food. Mm -hmm. We have always supplemented that with an impact bag. However, now we are also letting them come in and shop as a grocery shopping style. We have a baking section, beverages, you know, water, Propel water. I had a gentleman who just almost broke into tears because he hadn't had Propel water since he had been living on the streets. Uh, we have dog food, hygiene pantry. So it's really an extensive operation that we run and we do over 10,000 pounds of food a month oh, out of wow. the food bank. It covers 52 zip codes and especially during the holidays that number is 10,000 pounds a week. Yeah, I can imagine for sure. <laughs> yeah. So tell me a bit about how someone gets in contact with your services. So is there certain hours of operation that the food bank is open? People can just stop by? Do you need to apply ahead of time? How does that work? Sure. So you can visit our website for a lot of the eligibility and criteria. It's a, a lot of it is based on family and income on a sliding scale. So such a family of four in, I believe it's 48,000 about there, about mm -hmm. 49,000. And if you're already enrolled on food stamps or, a, or AHCCCS access, you automatically qualify. But it is a self-reporting system. So say you just lost your job. You, something mm -hmm. like that happens, please feel free to give us a call or come in. Our receptionist is bilingual. She is incredibly wonderful. And we get you all set up. Our hours for the food bank are either 8.30 to 12.30 on some days or 3.30 on others. All of it's on our website with a detailed what's open when. And we find a lot of people come in to the food bank and they say, I'm here for the food bank. And we, we're trained to, well, do you need the clothing mm -hmm. bank? 
Do you need resources, you know, medical transportation? We also do food nutrition and recipes through the food bank because sometimes it's hard to put together something that you get through there. So we really want to set people up for success the moment they walk through the doors. And when they walk out, we want them to feel that they have the resources and the backup that we are there and we are going to be with them every step of the way. So tell me about some of the other community partners that Impact of Southern Arizona has. Uh, I I think I saw Salvation Army. I believe I saw Diaper Bank. Is that correct? Yes, the Diaper Bank of Arizona is our partner for diapers. So we serve into some very rural areas. So they're able to come into us and get those. Uh, Marana Healthcare has been one of our 20-year partners. A lot of times there's a lot of access to medical barriers there for low income and we've helped with medical transportation. We have the Oro Valley Rotary Group. I'd love to shout out. They help us um, with so many things, including the Lions Club. They do our, help us with our dental and vision program for kids. We really couldn't do it without our partners. Hughes Federal Credit Union sponsored our job resource center so people are able to come in, use computers, print things out. It's a very extensive list. The Oro Valley Chamber has been a monumental help in making sure that we can get our reach outside of just Catalina and Oro Valley. I'd love to say again, you're welcome to come from anywhere. If you can make it up to us, we will serve you. (laughs) So what is your exact uh, address and location? Sure. Our main office and food bank location is 3535. East Hauser Street, and that's H-A-W-S-E-R, Hauser Street, and that's Tucson, Arizona, 85739. If you've ever been in Catalina and you know, know where the Burger King is, you turn right there and we're just not even uh, half a mile down the road, and our clothing bank is not even two minutes up the street from us. Wonderful. And what is that phone number if there's someone who's looking to reach out and uh, get in contact with your services? Yeah, 520-825-0009. So that's 520-825-0009. Awesome. And so if there's someone who happens to be listening who has a community group or is looking for volunteer opportunities, what are some of the ways that the community can give back and help Impact of Southern Arizona Well, we couldn't do what we do without our volunteers. We have 170 volunteer shifts a week. Yes. (laughs) So to run our food bank and our food pickups, thank you to all of our Panera, Beyond Bread, Target, Walmart, all of the organizations. We go and pick up food in the morning. So you can pick up food. You can be in the food bank, the clothing bank. We even have a Jeep route in our senior meal delivery up in Catalina because it's so rocky you have to have a jeep to get there (laughs) Uh, we also have events like our impact expo we have our big thanksgiving kit giveaway that'll be coming up we give out 300 turkeys and the whole caboodle that goes with it so we always have a lot of really fun exciting things going on and our volunteers are our lifeblood we do lose a lot as snowbirds Mm -hmm. and you know with retirees so we could always use the help And if you would like to volunteer, you could reach out to our volunteer coordinator at volunteer at impactsoaz.org. That's impactsoaz.org, volunteer. Wonderful. Well, before we start wrapping up, um, is there anything that's kind of on the agenda moving forward, events you'd like to bring up, or um, just anything you'd really like people to know about Impact of Southern Arizona? 
Yes, we will be having a Halloween event coming up at Peach Wave in the Oro Valley Marketplace the weekend of Halloween, so stay tuned for that. And really, we are going to be doing a huge expansion of our food bank next year where we're actually going to expand in the way that we've always been hoping to. So we have some really big things on the horizon. I'd love it if you follow our Facebook page. You can kind of see all of that going on. The Biosphere 2 is one of our really big, exciting things because we did just pick up... We cover the entire Oracle Copper Corridor route. So I grew up in Oracle and I understand the need out Mm -hmm. there. So it's just, I feel very grateful to work at an organization that makes such an impact. Mm -hmm. And we'd love to have you join us in making that mission happen. Wonderful. Well, before I let you go, will you just share again the best way for people to get in contact with Impact if they are seeking volunteer opportunities or would like to reach out for some assistance? If you want to visit our website, it's impactsoaz.org. We have most of our contact info there. You can always reach out to us at volunteer at impactsoaz.org. Our phone number is 520-825-0009. And we are always here to help. We are here together. We give hope. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for this time and telling me all about your work with Impact of Southern Arizona and a bit of what's coming up and how people can get involved. Oh, thank you so much for having us and for all that you do in the community as well. That was Diana Charbonneau, Development Coordinator at Impact of Southern Arizona. You're listening to Lifestyle Tucson, and I am Mary. For the next portion of today's show, I am sharing my recent conversation with the Diaper Bank of Arizona. I am speaking with... Shannon Roberts, Chief Executive Officer for the Diaper Bank of Arizona. Wonderful. Yeah, and I remember last time we spoke, it was recently that you became the Diaper Bank of Arizona from the Diaper Bank of Southern Arizona. Can you tell me a bit about um, that name change uh, and the, the area that you serve and work with? Absolutely. So, yeah, the name change came because we now serve the entire state. You know, there was a Diaper Bank of Central Phoenix who was now um, under our... Okay. leadership as well so um yeah so we we now serve the entire state so that's how that came about and um, so far so good things are going well wonderful wonderful so you have your premier fundraising gala the dancing with our stars coming up later this month september 24th however i would like to start by just talking a bit about the diaper bank itself your programs and the services that need funding through the gala. So will you share with me just a brief history of the Diaper Bank and its core mission? Absolutely. So the Diaper Bank, we are, we will soon be 30 years old. So about two more years. So we're, you know. Uh, You're getting there. Yeah. We're getting there. We're getting there. 27 <laughs> years old right now. And what we do is basically we provide diapers, period products, and incontinent supplies for those that who couldn't otherwise afford them. So, um, you know, if you're running short on cash and um, you need some assistance. You know, that's what we're there for. Um, we're really there to help be a bridge for people who need sometimes a little boost from paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, there is a bit of a, a misconception about, uh, like, federal or state programs that can offer diapers, you know, like WIC, food stamps, Medicare. People tend to think that's where you can get funding for diapers, but uh, that's not necessarily the case. So can you tell me a bit about who qualifies to receive products through the diaper bank? We really look at low-income families. You know, usually they're 180% below the federal poverty guideline, which, as you know, is not much, mm-hmm. right? Um, so that's usually who we focus on. But, you know, if you qualify for WIC, the chances are you're going to qualify for diapers, mm-hmm. food stamps, 
if you're qualifying for those federal programs, the likelihood of you qualifying for assistance with diapers is very, very high. Um, but, you know, there, we, we realize that sometimes it's it's not about a long-term form of support that you need for the diaper bank. It may be just, I'm running sh- short this pay period. Yeah. So, you know, if you don't qualify for those programs, still come and see us. Um, because we do make exceptions and help you out, you know, with a one-time mm-hmm. uh, boost just to help make sure that, you know, you're taking care of business. Yeah. So have you seen a difference in need uh, in recent months or just even within this year? Because with inflation and costs going high, I can imagine people are falling short who have never fallen short before. This is very, very true. You know, when the pandemic started, our numbers increased, you know, about 37% oh, wow. immediately. And we thought that, you know, as we're starting to normalize and open back up and, you know, gain control of our lives again, that that number would decrease. But they have not. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think a, a lot of that's attributed to, you know, the, the, the costs in inflation. Um, we do know that in September of last year, diapers increased by almost 10% Ooh. in costs, right? So, you know, it may not sound like a lot, but if you think about that 10%, how much it compounds year after year, mm-hmm. month after month, it, it does become very expensive for people. So, yeah, our, our numbers have not dropped. They are increasing rather than declining. Um, and, and I think that's a lot of the reason. Yeah, definitely. So there are three main programs, and you kind of briefly touched on that. So I'd like to take a moment to just uh, talk a little bit more about how the diaper bank can help with each of these different programs. So I'd kind of just start with baby diapers. What are the options? So you mentioned you can have short-term or you can qualify for more. Tell me a bit more about that. Sure. Well, when I say short-term, again, it's our program is designed to help people be able to live a life of dignity. Mm-hmm. That's really what it's all about for us is dignity because there's nothing dignified about a poopy or soiled diaper, mm-hmm. right? Um, but it's also, like I said, designed to help just bridge the gap. Most cases, people are, are just falling short on one or two pay periods, right? But there are some families that, you know, single mom of five kids yeah. that may need us a little longer. So, you know, people do have the ability to come every month to receive diapers. You know, we, we do give an, uh, an allotment of, I, I believe it's 50, 50 diapers, um, which isn't much, mm-hmm. but it helps, mm-hmm. you know. So if you think about a single mom who's got, you know, three kids and diapers, that's 150 diapers a month. Right? Yeah. So if there is like a single mom who's listening right now, who's like, that could be a huge assistance. How do they um, get in contact or what do they do? Is there an application process? Uh, how do they get your help? Good question. So there's really no application process. What we do is we ask you to come down to 1050 South Plummer, visit us there, or you can go online. Because again, we work with 40 partner agencies throughout Southern Arizona and 27 up in Phoenix. You can call those partner agencies and, and they can qualify you there. Really just need a proof of income. You need a birth certificate and just to prove that you are the parent or guardian mm-hmm. of, of the person in need. What would be an example of one of the partner agencies that someone could potentially get in contact with? To Child and Family Resources is one that comes to mind. Okay. Let's see, there's uh, there's a, quite a few faith-based mm-hmm. organizations, Arizona Baptist, Friendship Missionary Baptist Church, um, to name a few. There's, there's a lot of different okay. resources out there. You all kind of just work together to get people in touch with the resources and help they need. Absolutely, because our, our belief is if you need help with diapers, I mean, are you falling short on food? Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we, we partner with places that can provide a food box, some that can provide utility assistance, rental assistance. So, you know, because we don't do that at the diaper bank, our, our business is diapers, mm-hmm. period products, and incontinent supplies, right? 
So, you know, if people are experiencing a hardship, there's more resource available at the partner agencies versus at the diaper bank. Okay. So I'd like to move on to uh, incontinence. You mentioned adult incontinence products, and it's, it's not a fun subject, but it definitely makes an impact on your quality of life. And so tell me a bit more about that type of service and program that you offer. Absolutely. So we know that we have more baby boomers that are retiring each day, right? Mm. There is a thing that, that, you know, sometimes you retire, you may not be as prepared for retirement as you mm. thought you were. And we do know that the cost of pull-ups or tabs, that's what we call them, which are the adult diapers, um, they're, they're very expensive. And, you know, there are many people who are retiring that are on fixed incomes, but it's not just the retirees. There are some people out there that may have some type of um, disability mm-hmm. that, that, that are incontinent. So we provide those resources, you know, from bed pads to the pull-up underwear type mm-hmm. type diapers and also the the adult diapers, which we call tabs. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just something we make available to those who need it. And is it the same situation with as it is with baby diapers where someone can just come to your facility and uh, ask for help? Absolutely. They're more than welcome to come to our facility. Um, that's what they're for. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays are our distribution days. So don't come on a Tuesday or Thursday because <laughs> sometimes we're going to have to have that hard no because that's when we do you know, our inventory mm-hmm. and, and, and other things to, to make sure that we can provide the resources for those who need it. But Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., we do offer distributions. Absolutely. And then the last program is period poverty. And this is an issue that has become much more front and center in years, and especially within this last year because we went through the, I mean, you're still seeing the after effects of the the tampon and pad shortage that was like facing our nation. So tell me a bit about the significance of helping with period poverty and the ways that you help. Well, the ways that we help um, is, you know, we – reach out to the community, mm-hmm. uh, we collect donations. Um, and if we don't have enough donations, we've leveraged relationships with manufacturers so that we can get them at a very, very reduced cost mm-hmm. and pass those on to the community. It, it's it's really a big thing for us when we hear that girls and young ladies are missing school because they don't have, you know, mm-hmm. the essential period supplies they need. Um, so we make them available to them, you know. Um, again, it's we, we work with some of the local schools to make sure they have them. Because, you know, back when I was in school, um, so I've been told from my sister that you could go in the restroom and there were, you know, um, tampon or pad machines in mm-hmm. there. Those things don't exist anymore, oh, right? I didn't even realize that. <laughs> right. Yeah, it was, yeah, I remember the box on the wall. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. And so, you know, with, with the budget uh, crisis in some of the school districts, the nurses' offices aren't really, you know, available to provide that resource as well. So we, we work with schools to make sure that, that they're there. Education's key. Yeah. And we want to see uh, administrators in school. Yeah. So um, we make it available however we can. Yeah. Yeah. It's unfair to have to miss your education for something as simple as not having a pad or a tampon. That's. So if you think about what you just said, it it makes it unfair. Think about a single mom with kids, Mm -hmm. you know, who's in need of period products and diapers. Mm. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, (laughs) men, we don't have to deal with the period Mm -hmm. uh, for the most part, but, you know. Um, so, so it does make it a little disproportionate. Yeah, so it's great that you're there to help bridge that gap. 
So um, kind of transitioning here, there's a, a local shop that I really adore, and I was checking out their Instagram. I saw that they last week were donating a percentage of their proceeds to the diaper bank. I've also seen other other organizations hosting diaper drives. Yes. Um, tell me about some of the ways the community can get involved like that to support the diaper bank. Absolutely. We love diaper drives. Um, basically, you know, reach out to us. Mm-hmm. Um, request a diaper drive kit. Um, our wonderful program manage, manager, Leslie Pike, will put you in a really good situation to do a diaper drive. We provide all the resources, the marketing material, oh, boxes, all that good stuff. Um, because that's how we get a lot of our stuff is just by local community donations. Um, you know, and if you don't want to do a diaper drive, we love cash. Mm-hmm. You know, we have purchasing power. So for every diaper we collect, we can reach out and buy. Uh, I'm sorry, not every diaper. Yeah. Pardon me. <laughs> every dollar we collect, we can purchase three dollars worth of diapers. So, um, you know, we appreciate those businesses that share a portion of their proceeds with us, and that's exactly what it goes to. It doesn't go to operations. It doesn't go to um, salaries. It goes directly for diaper purchases. Wonderful. That's great to know. So, tell me a bit about what it m- would mean to be an ambassador for the diaper bank. I saw that on your website. Yes, I love it. Um, an ambassador means going out and championing for the diaper bank, you know, singing our praises, singing our song, telling our story. Um, we've got a wonderful ambassador chair, Cassandra Prieto, who has done wonders for us. Um, and, you know, if you want to become an ambassador, reach out to us. We'll put you in contact with Cassandra, and she'll have a blast filling you in. But that's what it is. It's going to the mountaintops, shouting our story. And just being a champion for such a good cause and supporting our local community. Wonderful. Well, now it's on to something very exciting, the return of Dancing with Our Stars. Yes. <laughs> so one can reasonably figure out the style of this fundraiser just from the name, you know, especially if you saw the show. But if anyone's unfamiliar, will you just share with me uh, what attendees could expect from Dancing with Our Stars? Yes. So what you can expect is it's kind of a spinoff of the TV show. Mm-hmm. You know, we have local professional dancers who have donated their time um, to train and instruct what we call our local stars. So our local stars are business professionals who donate their time to raise money for diaper need and diaper awareness. Um, so we have 10 stars um, and, you know, several pros from uh, the local community that, that, you know, like I said, give the lessons. Mm-hmm. And it's a competition. So there's three ways that a star can win. Um, the first one is what we call the mirror ball. That's the most money raised. Um, then there's the, the audience choice where the audience gets to decide on who they want to win. And then there's the judge's choice. So we have, you know, um, local uh, guest judges and a, a celebrity judge. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's it's a good time. So you've got many professionals that that. that volunteer their time to help make this a success. Wonderful. Well, would you be able to tell me some of who are this year's stars? Absolutely. So we have Adiba Nelson, who's an author and guest writer. We've got Magdalena Verdugo, the CEO of YWCA. Destiny Quinn, KVOA news anchor. Um, Blair Lamadi Mathis, she's a realtor from Really One Executive Group. Valvia Evans, she's the uh, owner of ATL Wings. Eric Smith, executive director for U of A Center of Innovation. Ken Hudson, um, owner of KHR uh, Real Estate. Andy Henneman, CEO of Tucson Values Teachers. Q Jefferson, owner of Ruckus Room Fitness. And Daniel Ortiz, who's a branch manager for Thrive Mortgage. Oh, wonderful. 
And so um, I did see, because I was playing around on your website, like people can go and donate or they vote with their money, basically. Right. Is that what I saw? Absolutely, okay. <laughs> absolutely, yes, yes. So yeah, the votes is, is, is what help people win. Mm-hmm. You know, so you want to go in and vote. Um, and, and you know, again, it's whatever your heart desires, you know, um, it's a dollar for dollar vote. Um, again, so we don't want to, you know, really hurt the wallet, but we want you to embrace mm-hmm. such a good cause. Yeah. So tell me a bit more about what all is going to be taking place at the event. So there's going to be the dancing competition. Is there more to enjoy while you're out there? Oh, absolutely. There's going to have a we'll have a silent auction. We'll have oh, a wonderful. live auction. A couple of raffles. Um, you know, a couple of exhibition dances. Um, well, I'll tell you one is is. Well, no, I won't tell you. You have to okay. come and see. <laughs> It'll <laughs> be a surprise. Okay. It'll be a surprise. But, uh, you know, um, it's a really good event. I mean, a lot of people in the community involved in this. Howard Stewart from AGM Containers always been a great supporter and is supporting this event once again. Geico supporting it and standing behind it. Um, just, you know, you name it. Mm-hmm. Um, they're there. Everyone's rallying. Everybody's rallying for such a good cause. So tell me uh, the need to knows about this event. I mentioned it is going to be on September 24th. uh, Your location, hours, and uh, where to get tickets. Lowe's Ventana Canyon is where the event will be held. Tickets are $175 a person, Mm -hmm. or you can sponsor a table for $1,750. You can get tickets online at uh, diverbank.org. Just when you're there, just look at our top right-hand corner, and you'll see Dancing with Our Stars. You can call our office at 325-1400 or come and see us. You know, Mm -hmm. get your tickets and vote for your pros and your stars. Let's get them to win. You can reach out to them if you want tickets. Um, We'd love to see everybody there. Well, is there anything else you would like to share about this upcoming event or the diaper bank before we wrap up? No, we just appreciate all your support. You you know, you all are wonderful to us. And, and, you know, it's refreshing to know that you guys feel like this is, something you guys like to you know share with the world mm-hmm. um it's it makes us feel good it's it's that tucson hometown feel yeah and thank you so <laughs> much for it yeah. well before we wrap up will you just state again uh how people can get in contact with the diaper bank your website and your phone number? yes diaperbank.org or 520-325-1400 wonderful well shan and roberts thank you so much for joining me today thank and you and sharing all that great info absolutely <laughs> That was Shannon Roberts, the CEO of the Diaper Bank of Arizona. You've been listening to Lifestyle Tucson, and I am Mary. Join me next Sunday for a conversation with Angel Charity for Children about the Big Deal Monte Carlo Night fundraising event, as well as their beneficiaries for this year. If you're part of a nonprofit group or organization that would like to be featured in an upcoming episode of the Lifestyle Tucson program, you can reach out to me by email, publicaffairs at azlotus.com. That is publicaffairs, all one word, at azlotus.com. For more information about the show or to listen back to some you may have missed, go to the Sunday Mornings page at MixFM.com, KFMA.com, KLPX.com, or ESPNTucson.com.